Hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Fantastic Mr. Podcast. In this episode, we go back to 1994 to the Quick Stop Grocery. Open the shutters, but we can't because someone's jammed gum in the locks again to revisit one of my favorite movies, Clerks. So let's get started on this. Um, this is an episode that I've been wanting to do uh, for a long time um, is is talk about clerks. So we'll start with, uh, oh, by the way, my buddy Zach is here. Yo, what's up? Joining it's me. A, it's a two-man crew tonight. Yeah, two-man crew. We don't know what happened to Jake. So um, we just decided to go ahead and do this without him. He'll understand. Yeah, it's, it's been a few weeks. Yeah, so we've been trying we've to recorded, yeah. schedule this particular episode, and it's still kind of fresh in my mind. So I think it's best yeah. to just to to do it. So uh, let's uh, go ahead, and I'm just going to give kind of a brief synopsis of of the the movie real quick. So Clerks in, was a 1994 movie, rated R. Uh, it was a, the day a day in the lives of two convenience clerks named Dante and Randall as they annoy customers discuss movies and play hockey on the store roof uh, directed and written and directed by Kevin Smith. Um, this was actually his first movie that kind of launched him into the industry. Got super lucky. It's it's like you make an indie flick that's black and white that has like hardly any action in it. Somehow you still get distri- distribution rights and stuff. So he got lucky. lucky maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, what he did was he made the movie himself, rented the equipment himself. He even sold this comic book collection to make this movie. And, uh, he, he's even, I've even read that he, he was originally going to cast himself as Randall, but instead he cast, um, Jeff Anderson as Randall and, um, cast himself because he figured if it, if it tanks, at least he'll be in the movie or something like that. Something kind of silly. Like, it's face of being it if it doesn't do well. And so, uh, but he took it to Sundance and Miramax bought it and distributed it. And then he uh, continued to make movies. So what did you think of the movie? Well, first, I just want to say Kevin Smith. I think a lot of people, they've heard the name before, but they might've seen him known for his, his commentary on comic book films. I think that's maybe for me, I, that's where I know him most from is just talking about his love for everything to do with comic books. Yeah, totally. Um, I've watched a few things. Um, so he has a show used to be on FX, I think called comic book men. And yes. it's basically pawn stars, but in a comic book store, his comic book store, which is the uh, Jay and silent Bob secret stash. In New Jersey, ran by his buddy Walt and Mike Zapsick and Ming Chen. It's a really good show if you've never seen it. Um, it's just Pawn Stars with uh, comic, well, comics and toys mostly. I've seen a couple video games come in and they've they've um, they've turned them away. I've even seen a couple Barbies come in and they turned them away. Um, it just depends. And so it was, it's a it's a cool show. Of course, they try to inter, in, interject some story in there because can't just do a regular. Pawn Stars type show without adding some sort of storyline, some story, uh, some drama. Yeah. yeah, and of course, he's known for his characters, Jay and Silent Bob, um, who are are first introduced in this movie as like the two that stand in front of the store selling drugs to to people. Like that's all they do. And of course, you know their um, their character arc grows over the years. Um, if you've seen like. Um, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, Jane Silent Bob Reboot, and Clerk, Clerks 2 and Clerks 3. I wonder um, if that was always Kevin Smith's intention uh, to do spinoff movies of sorts for I'm sure Silent Bob. Or maybe he, he wasn't. It was just going to depend on the success of oh, yeah. the Clerks movie, the first one. I think when people do stuff like that, like he's got his own universe. It's called the View Is, a View Askew universe. Uh, View Askew, I think, is his, his production company name or whatever. And so um, he's created movies. It's kind of like, uh, you know, MCU where you see, well, mostly Jay and Silent Bob. Sometimes you'll see like um, 
other randos in there like Ben Affleck will be in there. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon will be in there sometimes. Joey Lauren Adams, who um, is in Chasing Amy, um, who, by the way, is from Arkansas. If you didn't know that. Um, and she appears in Chasing Amy. She's in the Jane Silent Bob reboot. Um, and so like his stuff like intermingles with each other. Um, kind of like a shared universe. Jane Silent Bob mostly going through all those things. So like, I think I think they were in Mallrats, if I'm not mistaken. They were in Dogma, which if you haven't seen Dogma, that's also a great movie. Um, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, Jane Silent Bob Reboot, and then Clerks two and three. So like, they're all over the place. But it all um, started with Clerks. Yeah, it all started with with Clerks. So uh, I'm I'm interested to see what you what you thought of the movie. So. See the, tra- the the trailer when I first you told me to check it out when I made it was you our, was, was our homework. Yeah. <laughs> I like looked at the trailer, just the thumbnails, like what a modern movie, modern look looking movie with you no know, black and white. You don't see too many of those. But when I started actually watching the trailer and actually watching the movie, I was kind of intrigued. It was just about a mundane life. <laughs> Of two guys are happen to be you know, good friends and kind of just going about the I guess a the day, motions a day in the yeah. life. Yeah, that's that's what it is basically. And mm-hmm. I I think what stuck out to me was the dialogue. Yeah, the kind of intelligent dialogue that Kevin Smith uh, wrote for these yeah. characters. And there's lots of themes and messages uh, throughout. Yeah, and there is, I do I enjoy the relationship ahead, relationship. <laughs> woes like this guy's just like kind of content with life but he has these maybe aspirations to to do more but mm-hmm. I, I think randall's kind of the most intelligent character yeah. and and the funniest he's like kind of the the, the obi-wan of sorts but on a more goofier but, level yeah let's just say a little more comedic than obi-wan yeah um so yeah dante is the one that has like the the most struggle in the movie whereas um Randall doesn't like he's literally like he just goes to work goes home goes to work goes, goes with home. the flow yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't care and he doesn't even hardly stay at his job because you know he works in the video store next door um and he he's always over at the at the convenience store hanging out with Dante and so and then if he's not he's watching movies and I, I don't know like it's funny whenever whenever I worked at game exchange like oh, people, yeah. people would always be like, oh man, I, you must love this job. You get to play video games all day. And I'm like, I don't get to play video games all day. Like I maybe get to play video games 15 minutes out of my four to six hour shift, you know? Um, but then you see Randall and he's like sitting on the counter watching movies and someone comes in and she's like, which one should I rent? And he's like, I don't know. I don't care. Who cares? She's like, should it be this one? <laughs> and then she, t- she like, it's funny. Cause she like turns in a circle and goes and then tries it again. And he's like, I don't care. And she's like, you're not even paying attention. It's funny. Um, he just, he just, he, he doesn't give a crap about anything. No, not, not even. So, um, <clears throat> I was, uh, yeah, I, I, I've seen this movie, I think four or five times. Um, and like, I, I've, I think the first time I saw any Kevin Smith movie was, was Dogma, which is about two, um, renegade angels who had fallen, had been, uh, cast to earth who find a loophole to get back into heaven. Mm. And so they are trying to exploit it. And so um, that's pretty much it. You meet a bunch of angels and demons and uh, Jason Lee's in it. He plays a demon and um, Jane Tyler Bob are in it. And they, they, um, they meet, Oh, what's her name in the movie? Um, anyway, the main character, I forget her name in the movie, but she, uh, she's like a, a, a long line of descendants of Jesus Christ. And so hmm. she's like the only one that can stop them because of it. Is her name Bethany? Yes, it is Bethany. Thank you. Did I just look looked it up? it up. Yep. Yeah, her name is Bethany. And then you have Loki and uh, Bartleby. Who uh, Loki's played by Matt Damon and Bartleby is played by Ben Affleck. And so um, that, that movie is super funny. And there's a really funny part where uh, I think um, Kevin Smith's Silent Bob throws Bartleby, I think, out of a train. And then he looks at one of the guests on the train. He's like, no ticket, which is from, you know, Indiana Jones. Uh, I think it's the, I don't know which one, but he does the same exact thing where he throws somebody off the train. He's like, no ticket. And so it, sh- uh, it shows Kevin Smith's like just love for certain movies. Yeah. Well, he's a they, super nerd, you know? Yeah. Didn't he, I swear there was some, the whole Death Star 
reference in one of the scenes in Clerks. It was so used. I was so actually, yeah, I was actually listening to this scene because I remember, I remember him talking about. I've heard him talk about it a few times, but I was like, let me refresh my memory. So basically, he brings up the fact that there were two Death Stars made. Right, he had the one that was completed in uh, Empire. Yeah, yeah, Empire, and then you have the one that wasn't that was being built in Jedi. Well, the one that was completed was full of stormtroopers and Imperial officers and Darth Vader and all this stuff. Um, of course, Darth Vader wasn't in it when it blew up, right? So yeah. Um, then the second one was still being built. So Randall came to the conclusion that the second one should, couldn't have had like Imperial stormtroopers and all this and Darth Vader in it. It it must have just been full with uh, independent contractors, and that and that they, they, they go into like. Um, how they knew the risks going into it. I mean, it's the freaking Death Star. It's Darth Vader. They knew the risk going into it. So when it got blown up, you know, they can't really do anything about it and stuff like that. I was like, when I heard that for the first time, I was like, that's an interesting point. Like, there's only like people constructing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There yeah. are, there, there probably is like people building it and, you know, contractors, plumbing or plumbers. He brings up plumbers and electricians and stuff. And I thought that was a very uh, interesting point that Kevin Smith clearly thought of, you know, way before. What, was the, what was the point? What was the point of bringing that up? I forgot. Was it there was, was to like comparison to some real life situation or? No, it was just a conversation because like a lot of the conversations, I mean, well, the whole time he's talking about it, um, Dante's like, I can't believe she's getting married. She's getting married. Um, what's her name? Katie? No, not Katie. It's uh, Caitlin. Caitlin's getting married and like the whole time he's like, did you not hear me? Caitlin's getting married. And he's like still talking about the, the death star thing. And he's finally like, you know, which one is your favorite? And he's like empire. And then Randall's like blasphemy. And it, if you've ever seen clerks too, uh, he, he goes into it. star Wars versus Lord of the Rings uh, in that, in that movie is so freaking funny. He's like, and there's only one, what he's say? Only one return. And it's not return of the King. It's return of the Jedi. It's so funny. <laughs> And uh, he he makes fun of like the Lord of the Rings movies, and so uh, Clerks Two, Clerks Two is kind of like the I don't know redheaded stepchild of the of the trilogy, but it it it's kind of like um Age of Ultron where like it's the one that nobody really cared about, but is it was kind of needed to to move forward with the Avengers and all this stuff, and it's kind of the same concept where like it was funny, but you didn't really need it, but you kind of didn't need it, you know what I mean? Why do they go color in the second one, you think? Well, I think he did black and white this time. One, because they shot at night mostly. Well, not mostly. They only shot at night. And then, um, so I, it when you shoot in black and white, especially all black and white, you can, it's easier to make something look like day. Um, you know, so it's like you don't have to deal with lighting. Yeah. Well, he probably did have to deal with lighting, but he probably lit it to where okay. it looked like daytime. Yeah. And so um yeah, he he had to shoot overnight because he worked in the and plus black and white film was probably cheaper. Um even back then. Yeah. Well, and I so, guess film was still the norm. Yeah, it was normal, but 94. it was still cheaper cuz you had to you had to think about how much film you needed and then if you if you used it all before you're done, you had to go buy more film. So I guess black and white was probably cheaper, at least compared to now. Like if you try to find um, like I bought a camera that uses film and I had I bought black and white film because it was just cheaper. I haven't developed those pictures yet. I probably should. But um, yeah, I, they're, it's just cheaper that way. So um, I would think that's probably the reason reason why. And uh, what was I saying before that? I said something about um, he's you asked me. Why do you think? Oh, yeah. So, like, um, during the production of it, I think he shot for 21 days, which is about which is three weeks. And he had to shoot at night because he worked at the convenience store in which the movie was shot, right? So, the the everything you see is, like, where he worked. Wow. Kevin Smith. And Brian, um, Brian, what's his name? Brian. O'Halloran. Uh, no, Brian O'Halloran. O'Halloran is the actor. I'm thinking of his friend, Brian, who's also in um, Comic Book Men. And that's who Randall and, and Dante are based off of. So Randall's based off Kevin Smith. Dante's based off Brian, his friend Brian. 
And so he, everything you see, like that's where he worked. So he would go in from 6 a.m. to 11, shoot till four, and then get like an hour and a half of sleep or whatever, and go back to work and do it again and again until the movie was done. It's wild. Yeah, it is crazy. And then think about it like this also, because like, you know, he, he had to rent all that, all that stuff himself. Um, he sold off his comic book collection to do it. And then on top of that, he had edited himself. So I'm sure he had to edit some kind of editing machine because either that or it was the 90s. I, I bet there was some sort of nonlinear editing program on on computers, like on soft, some sort of software that he could have used. Yeah. Actually, I wonder if he did use software, if he used like an editor, like a manual editor. I need to ask him when I meet him next time, when I meet him <laughs> for the first time ever. Um, but anyway, so... That's the story of of Kevin Smith and his and the production of of Clerks. I can't remember if there was there any music. I don't remember any music. Yeah, it was all like generic, you know, probably stuff royalty free stuff. Nothing. Well, that's probably not not a hundred percent true, but um, maybe it was either royalty free or it was very very cheap. Or he, yeah, maybe he knew friends who were in bands. I remember when I went to Euler, we had this music supervisor who was like, he's like a guy who like does like purchases licenses for music and stuff um, on movies. And so he was telling us that he, um, he did a movie called chairman of the board with a carrot top. And he was like, it was really fun because I could just, I had a bunch of friends who were in bands. And so I could just pay them to, you know, have their music in the movie. And I was like, that's probably either. I would think he either did that or found something royalty free or, Something super cheap. And sometimes you can get people to do it for like, you can be like, Hey man, can I use your song in my movie <laughs> kind of thing? But uh, yeah. So, yeah. How about the scenes that were shot on top of the convenience store? I wonder, those look like those were shot during the day. I guess it wasn't. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah. That's a, I mean, he must have some strong lights because they sure did look like they were shot during the day. Huh? Yeah. And the funeral, Outside the funeral home. Yeah, if you, know, if you ever if you notice, we never go inside that funeral home, do we? Nope. We just he goes in, and then you hear the coffin fall on the ground, and then they run. Out. <laughs> uh, do you think this movie appealed to like general audiences at the time? What was the reception? Do we know? I haven't really uh, looked into it. But... Honestly, I don't know. I could look it up because I didn't really. I don't know. I don't. For some reason, I don't think to look up the reception of this movie. How was it? promoted like as a comedy or some um i think so indies yeah well you could tell it was an indie movie but... indie drama <laughs> <laughs> no i think it was i mean from just from the trailer it seemed like it was um promoted as a comedy that it was just kind of like a slice of life comedy type thing and uh let's see clerks was well received by critics and developed a cult following on Rotten Tomato, it currently has an approval rating of 90%. Let's see if that's true. Rotten Tomatoes. I had to teach my kids, or my kids, my students, what Rotten Tomatoes was. What? Yeah, they what? Didn't know. Clerks. Let's see. Clerks has a 90%. A 90% tomato meter and an 89% audience score. So it's pretty well liked audiences, and you don't ever see that, like... It's either no. one or the other. It's always like either it's the critics liked it because it was an indie flick that had little to no plot or external conflict, or it was an, you know, popcorn flick that has tons of external conflict and nothing of substance. Yeah. Sometimes it's just completely opposite between the audience score and the. So critics. why do you think, why do you think that is? Why do you think that clerks is so like, I don't know, in line, like it's a 90% tomato. And, and a nine, 89% audience score. I'd guess that a lot of people could relate to the characters. I would agree. Like, and, and not only that, but the conversation was very like, I don't want to say relatable again, but it was kind of relatable. Like it's just everyday conversation that you have with your friends. Yeah. But it's like an extended edition of conversations and they're like more articulate when they talk like, Get, getting their thoughts out versus yeah that's the only thing about it like i that's, do that's the kevin smith style i guess right yeah the only thing i don't care for is like it's kind of like gilmore girls which i've never seen gilmore girls but just from like 
watching people make fun of Gilmore Girls. It's like they have something to say instantly, you know, that contributes to the conversation. Whereas, you know, like it seems like right now I'm saying, you know, you know, and um, and yeah. um. whereas they don't do that. They just like respond immediately, which yeah. which in some cases I can I can see that happening. But it, sometimes I'm like, like, dude, there's no way like you. I would have had to think think about that, but they must be just that much smarter than me or something. Yeah, you know? I, yeah I don't think they're trying to come across as realistic in in, in that regard. In, in that conversation regard, which yeah. is which is great. Like I love, like I said, I love the conversations, but sometimes I think it's not really something I don't like. It's just I think yeah. about. It. I'm like, man, yeah. there's no way I'd be able to like, have that conversation like that. Like I'd be like, well, I don't know, man. Uh, let me think about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't be like, well, blah 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 blah, and just instantly have this, you know stimulating conversation yeah and they have lots of stimulating conversations they sure do i read the movie was going to be nc-17 initially because of the language like a lot of sexual Hmm. references and like that's like hard hardcore uh descriptions of sex acts and such as especially the scene with randall and the the customer at the video store um hang on and there was that kid uh, with her, <laughs> what did he do? It was just going into depth about oh, with the porn, yeah. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> the types of porn, oh, that's right. Yeah, no, no, I remember now. It was like, yeah, he, he needed all this porn, and then he wanted added the kids' movie at the end, yeah. That was pretty funny, <laughs> yeah. Um, dang, I was, I got oh, so what other were there other any other scenes that stuck out to you? I'm trying to think of some that. I feel like there was some emotional scenes between one of the like female acquaintances of Dante's. I feel like there was some good. I forget, it was like toward the end. Like, there was like some good yelling going on. I don't know. Oh well, yeah, because he. I mean, sucked she, in. She found out that uh, he was talking to his ex girlfriend. Yes. Talking about uh, what's her face? Um, God, why can't I remember names anymore? Uh, Veronica, you know, the girlfriend that was like good to him, and then he wanted to be with the girlfriend that wasn't good to him. It yeah. it seemed like like Caitlin, the girl who his ex girlfriend. It seemed like she really. She even says like, "I I want to give him an honest try," but I'd be like, you know, if it were me, I'd be like, no, you 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 had you had your chance. Of course, they dated in high school. So, what was the one that Kevin Smith was making that comment about? Uh, Silent Bob was making the comment that the spaghetti and all that. I mean the lasagna. Lasagna, yeah. Yeah, that was. Um, he said something like, "You know, there's a million fine-looking women in the world, dude, but they don't all bring you lasagna at work." Most of them just cheat on you. I should put yeah. that to a, to a poster. That was an awesome quote. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> quote. Like the one thing that Silent Bob says, you know, it's always like something like meaningful, except for in Dogma. Well, in Dogma, he he like yells at at Jay for something. And it's really funny. Uh, yeah. Of course, this one he just it's like the the one thing he says. What was the point of Silent Bob's character? I mean, nothing. just I mean, he's nothing, just, and he's, he's not, he has he's zero Jay's, emotion. He's Jay's heterosexual life partner. <laughs> Plus, he didn't have to write lines for him except for one. So he, I mean, he's probably he's probably said like a hundred words in the entire like entirety of you know view askew universe. I thought he was supposed to be some Russian guy or something. He was supposed to like, be with be a russian guy oh no i guess yeah maybe I, I don't know misinterpreted that yeah maybe you're high that day maybe i was <laughs> but i like i like the scene where he finally talks he finally dances yeah. and oh, yeah. he was he was like the gave the best line of dialogue that has so much <laughs> meaning yeah no it's like <laughs> this line of dialogue that's super powerful like at least except, it's thought provoking for dante yeah, for yeah for sure and and dante's whole thing was i'm not even supposed to be here today which by the way what happened is boss told me to to, to work here well he just fill in or something yeah he just asked him if he could he called him and asked him if he could work and he's like no i'm i'm off today i'm playing hockey and he's like all right well what time will you be in he's like you'll be in at noon he's like and then he's you hear him like you'll be in at noon he's like yeah and then so he's like all right so he does it with the assumption that that his boss is going to be there at noon yeah. But then his boss didn't show up. He like goes to, I don't remember. He goes somewhere. He goes to like another state and um, leaves Randall or Dante there. Oh, there's Jake. And he never realizes that 
he's missing, right? You're like, the, the boss never figured out what's going on, or no? Oh, yeah, like, uh, it doesn't seem like he, t- he didn't even talk to the boss, I don't think, for the whole movie, if I'm not mistaken, because he's not even supposed to be there today. And then that sign that he puts out in the front, it says, I sure you were open. Yeah. That's on the front of the um, Jane Silent Bob se- uh, secret stash. Right, the comic I, need to watch, store. I need to watch those other movies, get a better appreciation for the universe. I think the only Kevin Kevin Smith movies I've seen, I've seen um, Clerks 1, 2, and 3, I've seen Dogma, I've seen Mallrats, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, Jane Silent Bob Reboot, and Tusk. He did a uh, He-Man and the Masters of the, of the Universe like uh, reboot show, an animated show. He's he's directed a couple episodes of The Flash. Hmm. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. So let's see, I've seen Clerk. I've seen not mall yeah, mall rats. I've seen Dogma, um, Clerks Two, Clerks Three, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Let's see, Jersey Girl. I forgot about Jersey Girl. That was a good movie. Is that with Ben Affleck? Yeah, it's got Ben Affleck and Chris Carlin. George Carlin, sorry, Chris Carlin's a guy I went to high school with. George Carlin, um, who's a comedian, and then um, I have not seen Zach and Mary make a porno. Or a red state. Uh, <laughs> there's a porn parody of Clerks called Clerks Triple X, a porn parody. Um, there is a Jay and Silent, or not Jay and Silent, a Clerks TV show that I really want to watch. It's only six episodes long. Is it animated? Yeah, it's animated. That I want to watch. It looks cool. Like, I like the animation in it. It's like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like, it reminds me of kind of like, um, I don't know if you ever watched uh, Clone High. Um, that's the anime it looked like. Or an animation it's kind of got. Mm. Uh, okay, I've seen Tusk and Jay and Silent Bob reboot Clerks 3. So yeah, I've seen a few. I haven't seen them all, but I've seen a lot of them. I have Dogma on DVD and on VHS. I don't know why that was How's so funny. It going, guys? <laughs> hey, we're in the middle Jake? of talking. So Jake's here, so he's going to be showing up in the middle of the episode. Which is okay. How's it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> we um these, these day changes yeah it's it's my fault we've i've had to move to mondays recording on mondays because i um took over as a faculty advisor on for a student organization so i just have to be there like i don't actually have to do anything unless they ask me to do something but i i have to just be there on tuesdays when we were originally i mean that's that's good. That's responsible. It's for the children. Yeah, I technically have to. Well, I have to. I have to be in two committees, or at least two committees. And then they just asked me. The students asked me if I would help, and I said, "Well, when are your? When do y'all get? When do y'all meet?" And they said, "Tuesdays and Thursdays." I said, "Okay." I was like, "I think I can do Tuesdays, but I can't do Thursdays." And so I wait. I got asked another faculty member to to do Thursdays for me. Well, Thursday's D and D night, and it's a lot easier to move this around than it is to move that around because there's we actually meet in person and stuff. So, yeah, supposedly, yeah. I didn't go so, last week though. So, Jake, what are your general thoughts about clerks? Sorry about that. I mean, yeah, I think I'm like late to the game uh, okay. for this, but uh, I I enjoyed it. It was pretty good. Um, it's definitely one of those uh, like like slice of life films that I'm just discovering that you really like. Uh, like it reminded me a lot of days to come. You know, I never, and um, I never with, put with two, the episodic. Two it was kind of like episodic and broken up into chapters. Not, not the traditional uh, three act structure. It was like, you know, it was like these vignettes throughout. Yes. Um, so I'm, I've discovered that that's, you're a big fan of that. Um, but it was very nice. It's not particularly my cup of tea. I'm not a huge slice of life fan. Um, but it got me, it got me as it went to the end. The, the beginning was really uh, slower for me, for my taste. But as the movie continued and all the different pieces started kind of like raveling together, it was a nice watch. I, I love that movie from beginning to end. I could watch it over and over and over again. I rhymed. <laughs> Sorry. Awesome. <laughs> Um, so what are you, um, what, what is your favorite part of the movie, Jake? My favorite, uh, like scene of the movie? 
Anything. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite part? Yeah. Man, um, uh, probably the um, near the end. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, near the end, dude. It came out uh, in 1994. You're good. All right, man. Uh, probably the end where uh, where his girlfriend like does it with a corpse yeah. in the bathroom. I thought that was pretty funny. That came out of left field. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the guy's name? Dante. Dante's Dante. girlfriend. Well, it wasn't his um, girlfriend. It was the girl he wanted to be with. His, his ex-girlfriend that he oh. wanted to be with. Which I kind of liked how um how they didn't shy away from all these characters as like not really being good people. Yeah. They're just like they just yeah. like live. You no, know, they're like yeah, they're like scumbag teens with a with a dead end job. I assume in the middle of summer, you know, that's kind of the vibe I was getting. It's kind of like I guess I never thought about like it. a dog days of summer situation where it's just like you have these endless days of having like your first job where like you don't care about it, but it gets you some money. So you do it anyway. Right. Like you don't really give a shit about like the people who come in and just kind of like the, the whole like customer shitting on you and, mm-hmm. and the shenanigans that you get up to. So I, uh, I also felt weirdly, um, God, I almost felt weirdly called out by Dante he actually reminded me a lot about myself, which I did not like. <laughs> um, in what ways? Not so much now, um, but very much when I was in high school. Uh, man, I was very much kind of a stick in the mug. Oh. For a lot, a lot of my high school. I was like very, because like you guys, I was like homeschool, conservative, Bible belt, like through and through. Like, if something if something was potentially frowned upon, like I was the guy vocally against it, like so like, let's follow the rules, guys. Yeah. And so his kind of like sad sack nature of like, oh man, I want to do this, but I got I got to work here, but I can't quit because I'm not like, even I supposed to be I'd here be today. Here. <laughs> yeah, like his continual like whining and his and his uh, his dogged like loyalty to his own moral code that's no one's placed on him uh hit way too close to home when i was a, as when i was a teenager yeah so, yeah so i was like yeah, we were talking that's, about that. i was that guy Ooh, ooh, i don't like this Ooh. all right so by a lot of people could relate to these characters yeah yeah it so, was very realistic and i actually like that i started watching clerks too um yeah. And I actually like Clerks ones a lot more because the characters felt a lot more real. Clerks too, I definitely think it has its audience and it was funny, but it was definitely like more of kind of like the slapstick '90s raunchy, like oh right. butts on a window type thing. Yeah, that's what I was telling Zach was like. Clerks two is kind of like um, it kind of reminded me almost of like American Pie movies, not to that extreme, but the same kind of humor, just kind of yeah. like sex, but funny sex fart jokes yeah sex but funny fart well, jokes it's like any other like clerks one is i, I, I love clerks one um uh, clerks two is great but yeah you're right it's more like just another another raunchy it, it was came out and it did it came out like early 2000s but i see, yeah. I see what you mean um that raunchy comedy that was popular back then it's like not uh, another teen movie type yeah, Maybe. exactly. Or American Pie 2 or 3. Yeah. Um, but then Clerks 3, like, and I know you guys haven't watched it yet, but man, I saw that movie in theaters and I don't typically cry, but man, I cried. And Clerks 3 is about how they made Clerks 1, right? Yep. It's just like, it's it's about Randall. I, I mean, I can give you this away because it's in the trailer. It's about Randall has a heart attack, and so he decides he's going to make a movie, and it's basically making he's making Clerks one because, and I talked about this earlier with Zach, Randall is based off Kevin Smith, mm. and, so, and then Dante is based off Kevin Smith's friend Brian, which is if you've ever seen um, Comic Book Man, you'd know who he is. Um, but yeah, That's he's rad. they're they're based off like real people, Kevin Smith and Brian. I forget so what does that Brian say Johnson. that I kept? What does that say that throughout the movie I'm just like Randall's an asshole? I mean, I guess Kevin Smith 
might have been. It, I mean, it, it says in the trivia, it says that Randall was based off Kevin Smith. That's why Randall has all the best lines. So I don't know if it <laughs> necessarily means Kevin Smith was an asshole, but at least he gave himself, you know, the best lines in the movie originally. And then he, and then he, uh, you know, became Silent Bob instead. So I think Silent Bob was made purely. So he could be in the movie. Yeah. So he can be in the movie because, and I was telling Zach this, he wanted to be in the movie. Just in case it like failed, at least he'd be on. on he'd be screen. in a movie. He'd, he'd be in it. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that's why he's he's in there, Jay and Silent Bob. So yeah. Jay and Silent Bob, you know, they really helped make the movie, I guess. Like, I want yeah. comic book strips of this of oh, these sure characters. That'd be cool. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. I mean, there's an animated TV show. I bet you there's a comic book out there. Zach's gotta like, be. Yeah, it's freaking Kevin Smith. He's gotta have it. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, comics. Okay. Clerk's comic book comes up immediately. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, Clerk's the comic published in December 1998. Oh, that's all it is. 1997. There's one from 98. Uh, Clerk's, let's see. Clerk's the comics books. Kevin Smith by Oni Press. First edition. Dang, I need to yeah. find these. I really want to watch this anime. They got Clerk's. They got Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, that makes sense. Clerk's to the screenplay. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. I think I have Clerks 1 the screen. I think I had the first one. Uh the screenplay. I feel like the Clerks would be a great stage play. You know it would. You know what? You, you have one central setting pretty much yeah, as the convenience totally. store or and or switch re- rotate the set to show the video store. I wonder how many It'd be funny if they made it a musical. A musical. <laughs> <laughs> it's like taking everything else and making it like we, we just um, I teach drama and we just watch Shrek the musical. So it's like mm, you can make that, anything into a musical. That's funny. That's a good yeah. show. Dude, I, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like, I really enjoyed it. I just think it's funny how anybody can make anything into a musical nowadays. Yeah, they've got we've got um, we've got a freaking like Disney on ice thing coming up. And they've taken Excuse like me. Frozen and Encanto to like Disney films, and they've turned those into plays. So they one they have a play that's on ice, and then they just have another play that they've just made for like a theater that you can find on YouTube, and it's ridiculous. Wonder, I kind of want to see if. Wonder what I would need to do to do Clerks to play, right? Write a play. I mean, like it's so. It's so vulgar. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do it in college. No, you couldn't do it for college. It'd have to be like uh, off Broadway or community, something. community theater. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. At the Murray's Murray's dinner play playhouse. <laughs> no, I'll probably do it at like family that. friendly. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to know what it is, and they're going to hear all these f bombs and <laughs> write bad reviews. Mm-hmm. I brought my kids to this. Well, it said on the thing, don't bring your kids to this. The Argenta you know, Theater. You know what was also, um, I was also impressed about Clerks was how many extras they got in that film. There was an insane amount of people well, in that film, like outside of outside of Dante and... And Randall and Jason. And, and Randall and those three, like all the people that came into the store, like the people who played hockey, the the dude who was selling uh, gum, the crowd that formed, the like all yep. the girls that came in, the dude, like they got so many people yeah, to actually they, come in. And they were all, and they were all really interactive. It wasn't just yeah. like background parts. Like they were like, they almost every single person interacted with the main characters. Mm-hmm. I can tell I wonder you how that, he got all those people. I can tell you that one guy played, I think three different parts. As an yeah. extra, I can't. I know it was Walt Flanagan. He he was, he was in the beginning of the movie. He's he played. Oh, he played the, the egg guy, the guy who checks the eggs. <laughs> um, he was also, in the beginning, he said something was disgusting. He he was talk. I think they were talking crap about something. He's like, oh, they're disgusting, and storms out. Um, huh. And then I, he probably he's probably after playing hockey with him and everything too. So I know that because it. On comic book man, he mentions it, and like, there's a funny episode where they, um, the comic book store guys, uh, challenge the clerks guys to a bowling match, <laughs> and in the in the show, Walt like, um, he switches teams to the clerks team because they were winning, 
And uh, he's like, I was, I played three parts in Clerks. I should be over there. So he switches over, and then they end up losing anyway. It's so funny. It's like you're an idiot. Um, anyway, so yeah, I would agree. Like there was a lot of like good conversations just with with Dante and the the customers. Like this, the gum guy, the guy who was trying to mm-hmm. sell his his nicotine gum. The two, um, like the the what the guy who was work like he works out or something he's like he, he oh yeah like, there's you, a girl that weak, comes i can and, tell yeah he's like you're out of shape man he's like you just you couldn't even lift that milk or whatever it was and like the girl comes in and they all know dante and they know caitlin and they know yeah uh, veronica and stuff like that and so the writing uh, was actually really well done well like they all is so many different lines so many different people so many and there was all really it was all really like naturally yeah, the conversations were natural. The way that they responded, and that might have part of that might have been, I assume maybe that they were doing some ad libbing. I don't but know. I, it all yeah. came across very natural. Well, I was telling Zach, um, they they did have good conversations, and like I love the conversations in that movie. But like the only thing about the conversations I don't care for is how quickly they're able to respond to something. With, oh, with yeah. another with a response that was like intelligent whereas yes. like us it would be like uh 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 but they're just like boom 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 boom, boom, boom. i think a little yeah. yeah which is great like they're clearly smarter than we are um, yeah like the social network level yes yes like freaking uh what's his name what's his name um the guy who made that movie uh aaron sorkin so who yeah. made that and and not even not even social network but even the newsroom has the same type of conversations um what yeah thank you i you know what yeah, i said like those people are like supposed to be really smart oh yeah but and these guys are two dumb idiots <laughs> yeah job. And, and they but they have like they have these like great conversations i'm like man they must be really good friends um to be able to have such good conversations like that but i mean yeah. i still like enjoyed it regardless like how kind of unrealistic that type of conversation would be if i were like working at a convenience store i mean like when I worked at Game Exchange, I had pretty good conversations, but it wasn't anything on that level, you know, because when you work at a game store, you talk about games and I love talking about games. So not about your life. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, sometimes they're alive, but mostly games. It's like I remember when this when the before the switch came out, we were me and a friend were speculating as to what the new Nintendo console would be. And so we were talking about that and it was just like back and forth, back and forth, like and and but it wasn't like anything like those conversations like with the whole star wars uh <laughs> return of the jedi i feel like that's something we would talk about to be honest. Uh, yeah i would i mean seriously like when he when i see that every the contractors on the Death that, star <laughs> yeah that the independent <laughs> contractors i was like man why don't we ever have conversations like this well, i mean we could we could make a podcast out of it <laughs> specifically for that conversation i thought it was funny that they were like they able they were able to see the the plot hole in it because like even Disney addressed it like with Rogue One. Oh yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. essentially Rogue One is what they were talking about. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it was. About. It was Rogue One because like Rogue One is just. I think it's. Oh no, Rogue One is is like the takes place text, just before New Hope. Just before New Hope, yeah. The yeah. text. Basically, what they did was take the text crawl and make a movie out of it, right? Yeah, um, basically. Yeah. So yeah, but like the uh, fact that there was an inside guy, like yeah, sabotaging it and stuff. Yeah, not the people. Not all the innocent contractors dying, though. <laughs> yeah, that was a. That was still like a. Uh, and there was a thing of How I Met Your Mother. I don't know if y'all seen How I Met Your Mother, but Lily keeps calling stormtroopers um, robots, and they're like, they're not robots. And he, she's like, wait, so <laughs> there were people on the Death Star, <laughs> like inside those suits, and they're like, yeah. And then she's like, so you mean they all died? And they're like, they knew what they were getting themselves into. Kind of the same with the the contractors it was like they knew the risk go t- when they took the job like it's the it's called the death star <laughs> like you you you're bound to probably die like it's in the name it's in the name exactly like they do what they were getting themselves into so uh, i thought that conversation was probably one of the more interesting ones uh in the movie what the most interesting one was the the reading off of the porn uh videos <laughs> from randall <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. the little the kid video Mentioned at the, the very, very, very end. Oh, what was that movie you wanted? <laughs> and it's funny because he had to memorize all that. Yeah, that's wild. 
Because I'm pretty I sure those ta- there were a lot of not long takes, but like there was no switching. Well, to... yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm pretty sure that was all one shot. One shot, yeah. One opportunity. Um, one opportunity. There were a lot of like long takes of conversations. It amazes me when people can do that. And then the speed of the conversations mm-hmm. as well. It just kind boom, of, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, well, bouncing like, back on each, off, off each in, other like that. In the car, when they're in the car and driving to the wake, you know, all it is, is is just the camera moving back and forth. It's not cutting or anything. So they're having this com- long conversation in a car. And I bet you they had to do it several times in order to get it right because, you know, there was no cutting. And it just it, it just amazes me, actors who can do that. And, like, those two aren't even like weren't even like professional actors. I don't. They were just like actors. Yeah, I don't think they were professional actors. I think they might have been people like Kevin Smith knew. Hmm. So if he did that's a great true, job finding them. Yeah, if that's true. Yeah, he he picked a good, uh, picked a good Dante and Randall. Like they were convincing. That's for sure. I'm I'm glad that Kevin Smith chose not to cast himself as Randall. I think the guy who plays Randall, especially in Clerks 2 and Clerks 3, like does a phenomenal job as Randall. He's the he's the only Randall for me. I want to see an alternative universe where Kevin Smith, Kevin is, Smith is, Randall. is Randall. And Randall is and the guy who plays Randall is Silent Bob. Yes. Could you imagine? Because like the whole I think time, it could work. Well the whole time Randall's talking. Like Randall never shuts up. Except for the time when he spit in the guy's face. Yeah, Randall's just the guy that I think I'd get along with. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just, he just keeps you comfortable for the most part. Tells it how tells it how it is. Dante is kind of a a baby, just, you know. He's, I'm not even supposed to be here today. And woe oh, is me. Caitlin this. Caitlin <laughs> that. Caitlin this. Like he has goals, but he's he's, he he's too scared to do anything. Well, yeah, I guess he <laughs> he I guess he. He, I don't know if he has like set goals, but I think he has aspirations not to work at that place anymore. But he's a little, you know, seems like he might be too lazy to do anything about it. Yeah. Which I think is funny that that was kind of set up for him. And then the clerks, too, he was still working there. <laughs> well, he was working at the, oh, yeah, like at the very beginning. He's at the he very beginning. Up, yeah. <laughs> he's he was still there. Yeah. And then he, well, we're not going to tell you what happens because Zach hasn't seen it. I don't think I haven't seen it. I haven't seen two or three. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything because I want to have separate. I don't mind episodes though. On those two. No, 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 no. I'm not going to tell you. I want to have separate episodes on on those two. You so, want separate episodes on Clerks two and three? Just like I want an episode for Clerks two and an episode for Clerks three. We better get to watching. I mean, I've seen them. I'm good. <laughs> I'll watch them again though. I I do like Clerks two. Like Clerks three is. So good. Um, I don't want to hype it up too much, but man, I, I freaking loved it. And then Clerks 2 is like, oh, I, I likened it to Age of Ultron, where like nobody, like it's a good movie. Um, it's not the best one, but it needed to happen in order for things to happen in the MCU. You know what I mean? But shouldn't uh, the second movie be the best in trilogies of sorts? Nope. What second movie is the best to you? Empire. Oh yeah, from Strikes Back. Well, fair enough. You got me. <laughs> I mean, American Pie two is my favorite. American Pie, Toy Story two is my favorite. Toy Story, Home Alone two, Lost in New York. Nah, Home Alone one for me. All the way. Home, Alone, Home Alone the four. Scene. Home Alone Little four. Heroes. The Disney one. Boo. The new... Boo. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, Home Alone one is. We should have a. We could have an episode on sequels. Just like twos, not even threes. Just twos. analyzing sequels, yeah. good ones, bad ones, in between ones, or ones that you didn't know was a sequel to the other, like that one with the Mad Max sequel. It isn't even called Mad Max; it's called something else, but it's a sequel to Mad Max. Is it like Thunderdome or something? Yeah, something like that. It's just something random, but it's a sequel to Mad Max. So I love it when they do that because then you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see this movie," and then you're like, "Oh, this is kind of like Mad Max," and then you're like. Oh my god, it's a sequel to Mad Max. But anyway. So uh any uh final thoughts on uh clerks? I need to see it again to appreciate it more after our conversation. But you'll, I, it's you'll up, never it's up, watch it again. Yeah, well I told my okay. my mom about it. She said, Oh, I haven't seen it. I feel like it might be I don't know, for a lot a lot of people, like 
a lot of st- the stuff that's being said is it was go over people's heads. I feel like I don't know I certain aspects. You, if I told my mom about it, she and it made her watch it, she would hate it because it's not like it's not it's not like a lifetime movie, and it's also not like an it's action li- movie. Yeah, it's not linear in some ways. It's it's that episodic well, just, format. Is is Clerks two and three the similar? Or are they more mainstream when they're st- storytelling? Clerks two is a lot more mainstream. Mainstream. At least. In my opinion. Why do why they decided to go that route? Dude, it's an independent film. Leave them alone. <laughs> I guess it's like a Joker 2 is going to be a musical. It's, it's got, can't be the same style of movie from the first one. I got a uh, question for you guys. Would you it? consider Clerks to be an art house film? I'd say it's indie. Indie? And, and well, pro- what's the difference? In, in production. Art house, I'd say, is weird just to be weird. So I think, well, art house, it's supposed to be like intended to be like this serious like artistic work oh yeah yeah so like almost like an experimental film so i would say i would say no even with the kind of like the unusual film structuring and because they didn't use music they didn't use well there was music it just wasn't they didn't have any soundtrack well no but there was still music in the in the movie especially at the beginning um but it wasn't like prevalent like it wasn't something that was like focused on so like you'd hear music and then their conversations would almost like get rid of like it would almost drown out the music where you're like you don't even care because i was actually re-watching the the death star scene where he talks about death star and like there's a part in there where music just comes on randomly and it's really weird um like elevator but, music but it was just like no it's like generic like rock almost mm. just like a little bit of a riff on a guitar with some drums yeah. in the back. They probably got their buddies to record something for the film. I'm I sure. mean, probably, yeah. Like they, they, uh, it did, wasn't anything that was recognizable or anything like that. It was just random music. And like, there's some like, especially during the, the, the inner titles, there would be like some sort of like a little drum, drum stinger, if you will, just like pretty dude kind of stuff. Um, but nothing, yeah. nothing major. Like, I mean, yeah, there's not, soundtrack but it just impressed me that these long conversations these long well-scripted conversations Mm -hmm. and it relied solely on the conversation Mm -hmm. itself there was no you know driving music or right yeah that's true to to persuade your emotions it was just like these people talking yeah for sure um just like in failsafe no music at all carried by conversations of suited men talking about war i guess that's what we're talking about next week huh potentially (laughs) yeah well we're talking about apocalyptic stuff or whatever yeah that's if i'm available oh that's right you might be on me that's right you guys just do an episode together about something else me too we can remember i can remember yeah i probably need to put a an alarm on i should actually that's really smart i'll do that yeah i'll probably need to as well i just i like it's uh, anyway that's a whole other conversation anyway so um so final thoughts Final final those, thoughts. Those are my final thoughts. I, I enjoyed the movie the first time. I need to see it again to understand the things. I think it's one of those movies you just got to watch over and over to catch things and understand nuances. But it's I a comedic it's a great... comedic masterpiece, in my opinion, though. Okay. I, I I'm using that word. Okay. Wow, that's a, that's a bold, yeah, bold <laughs> statement. I, I don't even know if I would consider it a masterpiece. Um, For Kevin Smith. It launched I mean, his career. Like, it launched his career, but that doesn't necessarily make it a masterpiece. Cult classic. It's definitely a cult classic. Um, a cult. He's got a cult following. That's for sure. Remember, we what defines a cult movie? I think according to, this to our well, according to our definition during the episodes, it was a movie that was not popular at the time that it came out. Oh, you know what? But grew even, a following. Right. We even looked at the. Rotten Tomatoes on Clerks and like it's got a ninety on the tomato meter and a eighty nine for audience score. So I don't know because like a lot of people that I know, but, wait, but when it came out, was it popular? Oh, that's a good question. It, it said it was received well. I didn't do it the box office, but it doesn't. But it doesn't say. It says it currently has an approval rating of 90 percent based on sixty reviews. Um, so it's possible that like. It's a very, very small number of people that liked it out of, you know, the however many billion in the world. So it's <laughs> kind of hard to say, you know, like, I guess cult following would be a good a good term for it. Like, yeah, for the people who've watched it, they loved it, but it doesn't seem like very many people watched it and has still not watched it. The only reason you guys watch it is because I made it. 
<laughs> same with yes. uh, same with my friends. My friends, we watch we have movie night every night or every week, and uh, one of the one of the um, categories was an independent film, so I chose Clerk. I was like, I know what movie I want to watch, so that's what we watched, and we ended up watching all three of them, and they they liked them, but like had she said, even my friend Leah was like, I never knew these films existed, and I said, I did. <laughs> yeah, you remember seeing them in the, the like the theaters? The, <laughs> the, 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 the didn't you see them in theaters? No, dude, isn't in 1994. I was only like eight years old. <laughs> I think the first the first Kevin Smith movie I ever watched was Dogma, and uh, I watched that movie a lot. Um, and then I I mean I learned about Kevin Smith more as I got older, and so like Dogma, and I think I had seen Clerks, and then I saw Clerks Two and Tusk. Uh, I saw Tuscan theaters. I did see Tuscan theaters. That movie. I just, that I, I, just weird. I just know Kevin Smith loves comics. Yeah, he does. He's a big comic book first person. I mean, he he's got a comic book uh, characters called Blunt Man and Chronic, and like <laughs> that's that's what Jane Silent Bob is is Jane Silent Bob Strike Back is about is because they they the Blunt Man and Chronic uh, comic book they want to make it into a movie but they didn't ask Jay or Silent Bob because it's based off of them. And so they have to go to Hollywood to stop them from making the movie. And then the reboot movie is about them wanting to do another reboot. And so they have um, Val Kilmer. It's so funny. Val Kilmer's in it. And he plays Buttman, but he's only in it for like a little bit. And then Melissa Benoist, who plays Supergirl, is also in it. She plays Chronic. Um, huh. And it's and it's really funny to to see them together because it's just like two random, random ass like <laughs> actors. Val Kilmer, of all people, like, I don't know how the hell. Was this before he got... Like really not sick. Like no, he, I think he was already at that point. I mean, I, he, this, speak. this is reboot came out just a few years ago. Uh, mm. Jane Silent Bob. Let's see. Reboot came out in 2019. So, you know, at this point he had already, what is it? His throat cancer, I think. Yeah. Belcomer. Uh, and so uh, he, he didn't say anything. I don't think he might've said it was something small, but it was mostly Mel- Melissa Benoist talking and she was, she looked, she's in the blunt man or the chronic outfit and she looks super hot. Yeah, I don't know. Melissa Benoist. She plays Supergirl. Yeah. Any other last thoughts? Nope. Clerks. I mean, I'll, I'll see, I'll watch these movies for the rest of my freaking life and I'll try to get as many people to watch them as I can. And if I ever make the stage play, I'll let you know. I think the stage play would be cool. Please do. I want to see that. I, I think it would be great too. Cause I mean, like you said, it's all in one space except for the the video store. It's like the well. It all takes place in the apartment. Yep. So, have you seen the well yet, Jake? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I was going to, but I think Justin changed his Voodoo password. Uh-huh. I did change my Voodoo password, and it's because, and I bet I bet this is why. It's because somebody signed on. I didn't recognize the device, but I had already thought that you signed on. So I'll I freaked well, out. Well, it was probably it was it was probably worthwhile for you to do that anyway yeah it, well Better i mean i don't i really don't mind you being on there i just when i see a device i don't recognize like i had asked my mm-hmm. family and they all said no and i was like okay so that's when i changed my password because i was like yeah <laughs> i don't because when i because i think no i don't think my credit card's on there so i just kind of freak out whenever yeah that's that fair happens. so I, I don't mind you really don't mind you being on there so i'll send you the password again Dope. um yeah, I don't. I, I I like my my voodoo movie collection. The, the whale started out as a play. Yeah, you got some good stuff, man. I, I, I parsed through your library. I'm like, dang, he's got some yeah. good. I uh, stuff. I I collect. That was when I was collecting movies hardcore for most of them. Um, now I haven't really bought a movie because I've been poor. Although I did buy, I just bought Bamboozled and Four Little Girls, which is two Spike Lee movies. Um, because I'm teaching a Spike Lee class this semester. I was talking about that with my wife the other day. What? About your Spike Lee class. She's like, who's Spike Lee? I'm like, huh? <laughs> Whatever Jake's wife's name is, Gabby. That's what it is. Sorry. My I sweet forgot. love. Yeah, I forgot. I'm not going to call her that, though. I'll just call her Gabby. <laughs> well, we need, I guess we need an educator, Jake, is what it sounds like. We got to. Oh. All yeah. right. My last thoughts is it's a good film. I enjoyed it. I, can't uh, I definitely liked it more two. as it went on. Yeah, and I'm happy you showed it to me. You're welcome. I I show good movies sometimes. Make I make you watch good movies sometimes. I actually just watched Days of Confused again on VHS. It's so good on VHS, like popped in a VHS tape. Mm-hmm. 
And is it stretched on the screen? Yeah, because it, I haven't yeah. I haven't gone through an HDMI. Could you uh, modify it? Just make it four by three using the remote or something. I don't have a remote. Dang. And it is just. I used to get so bothered. I I, I mean I, I didn't get, get bothered by the stretch VHS thing. I'll now get I get bothered by it. This this there is a remote for my VCR. I just don't have one. I've, I've looked it up on online, and then I watched an episode of the. I don't know if you ever watched the Beetleborgs back in the day, but oh yes. Yeah, they're like a cartoon, knock off right? on the Power Rangers. No, it's a live action show. What? It's basically it's, it's Haim, Haim Saban bringing what? over more Japanese properties with kids inside of metal suits. I remember hearing about Beetleborg. So, anyway, all right. Well, I guess we'll you, stop. I have here. I have Beetleborg's action figures now. As I think of it, as a kid, I all used right. to play with them. Cool. So anyway. You got excited. It's been an interesting episode. Sorry for coming in late, y'all. That's okay. You, the point is, is you came. The only reason okay, I didn't so respond is because we were talking. Yeah, you <laughs> so were on the Facebook. Yeah, just I wasn't even sure. I, I wasn't even sure if you guys would be having it or not. I just hopped on and yeah. I was like, "Oh no!" Now we're just like, like, "We're just doing it." Yeah, we we decided <laughs> yeah, to just good for you guys knock it out. Yeah, I was like, "Man, I kind of want to wait for Jake, but I kind of want to do this episode." No, so. no, uh, go for it. Anyway, yeah, let's uh let's go ahead and end it there. So uh good episode. A lot of editing guys. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what? No, let's just leave it all in. Uh so if you enjoyed this episode, hit us up on uh any place you get your podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts is what it's called actually. Uh Amazon Music and all that and then you can also hit us up on our social media, which Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, and let us know uh, if you liked the episode, if you didn't like the episode, if you have any ideas for episodes you'd like us to talk about or blah, 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 anything like that. Um, And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Jake. Have a fantastic day. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.